1: Sunday newspaper. When Jim and Lil said goodbye at the Army airport, they both thought it would be for a long, long time. But after Lil left and the plane was ready to take off, some motor trouble developed, which delayed Jim's start. He and Kolu leave the plane to watch the Army crew change motors when an officer hands him a note. Recognizing Lil's handwriting he was sure it was some sort of farewell message. But no, it was one of the most cruel documents Jim had ever looked at. Lil was the victim of a kidnap plot by some of the very spy ring that Jim thought was smashed completely. And by means of the note, they gave him six hours to release the three spies in return for the release of Lil, or else. Hello? Yes, this is Colonel Barrett.
2: My name is Johnson, Colonel, Charlie Johnson. I work for the telephone company. Yes? What do you want? Well, I just got a code message flashed over the light circuit on a switchboard in central office, Colonel, and it's somebody who wants help from G2 when they sign themselves DEV. I'm sorry, Mr. Johnson. This doesn't seem to make much sense to me. Well, that's all the dope I have. It came in from the native quarter to the northwest. Someone cut in on the line with a message. S-O-S, tell G2 DEV. D-E-V. Now, uh, wait a minute. D-E-V. That could be for this office at that. Uh, Jim. Yes, Colonel? I think we have a lead. Uh, where are you? At the central building? Yes, sir. We'll be there in a few minutes. Wait for us. Jim, don't hang too much on this, but a linesman in the phone company just received a flash message over a phone circuit. An SOS addressed to G2, signed D-E-V. Why, that could be from Lil. Where did it come from, Colonel. We've got to trace it right away. I'll just hold everything for a few moments. We're going right over and investigate. I've taken that line off on a special board, and we'll keep an operator on it 24 hours a day. Uh, Thank you very much, but we've got to trace that message to its source long before that. Time is the essence. Is there uh, no way to trace it at once? Well, you see, sir, when a light flashes on a switchboard normally, that means that the receiver on the end of the line has been lifted and someone wants to talk to the operator. But when this light flashed, the line was dead. No sound was coming through. The phone had never been lifted, understand? Oh, wait a minute. You say the line was dead, but the flashing still came through. How can that be done? Well, there's only one way. Somewhere along the line, someone either by accident or design... And in this case, the signals were so clean, I'd say it was by design, someone stripped the insulation from two of the wires and touched them together, hoping to attract our attention at the central office. Uh, where does the line terminate? Well, the subscriber is located in the native quarter about three miles north of here. Well, tell me, uh, does the wire travel in a direct line from here to there? Well, not quite. The underground carries it out to Palm Boulevard, and then it goes up on the poles from there. Well, uh, how long will it take us to follow it to its termination? and find out, if possible, where the insulation was broken and that message sent. Well, to examine all of that line that's above ground, I'd say a day and a half. Well, Mr. Johnson, this is a matter of life and death. And I mean just that. Death. Sudden and violent. If we can't trace that call to its source in less than four hours, well, the most likely place to start would be at the terminal point and work our way back. Look. Could that phone possibly be in a Jap name? No, it's a native. I even know the guy. I used to work on one of our pole gangs. Uh, could you accommodate us with uh, linesmen's outfits? Sure. All three? No. No, I think my days of climbing trees and poles are just a memory. You and Colo are still eligible for that job, but not me, Jim. Well, we can set up 50 outfits if you want them. No, just two will do. And uh, can you come along with us to the end of this line? sure thing you know. <laughs> check that? I'm sure, I'll go in and check it. You two fool around with the stuff in the truck here. It'll only be a minute. Are you sure that message came from Missy Lil Tuanjin No, Colo, I'm not. But on the other hand, it wouldn't do anybody else any good, so it must have come from her. It came from anybody. Maybe some animal like squirrel. Well, if a squirrel did it, he would have to know the Morse code, because the message was repeated at least a dozen times. Oh, well, the phone checks in perfect order. So the message was sent by someone over this line, but not from this house. Well, from where, then? We've got to find out and find out soon. Well, just follow our noses, man, that's all. Juan Jim, you must follow my nose. Kolo smells something. Yeah, I smell garbage, too, but why do we have to follow it? Mm, Kolo smells Japanese cooking. Huh? Come from there. Well, the cable comes from there, too. Go ahead, Kolo. Hey, what is this, some kind of a guessing game? Yes, and a life is the prize for the right guess. This way, Twan. Well, we're still following the cable. What's wrong, Kolo? Smell died down here. Get very faint. Well, smell or no smell, that signal came from this cable, so let's follow that. Well, that's what we came for. Kolo will pick up smell again. Hey, hey. There's a funny situation at the house with the wall around it. Jets back so far, there's no room for a pole, and the cables run along under the eaves of the roof. Well, uh, I don't get the significance of that. Well, don't you see? Up to now, the only place anyone could get at the cable, except up on the pole, and that's silly, would be in that house. Colo find out in a minute if Japanese be there. Is this guy kidding? No, no. Kolo has a nose as sensitive as a bloodhound when it comes to distinguishing odors. Could be. I I thought it was a gag. Juan Jim, this be house of Japanese people. Well, it adds up, Kolo. You fellows start getting ladders, and I'll ring the doorbell. Maybe we can get inside, though I doubt it. Yes? I'm from the telephone company. We're trying to find a line break.
1: We not use a
2: telephone now. Well, uh, can I come in to examine the connection? No, you not come in. We not need telephone. You cannot come in. What seems to be the trouble, Mioto? Uh, telephone man, I want to come in. Uh, we're just looking for a broken cable. Well, why must you disturb our privacy to look for that which belongs to you? Well, you see, unfortunately, the cables run along under the roof of your house in the back. And... Unfortunately or not, we do not wish to be disturbed. Good day. <laughs> Cole, they're Japs all right, and you couldn't get in there except with a machine gun. They get nasty, Mr. Bradley? Not nasty, but very, very positive. Tuan, you and Charlie come here. See, up there where wire go to building, some go inside. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Oh, what a sloppy job. I would that cable, carried it right on into the building instead of making a splice on the pole. You mean the line the message came from... Goes through the top floor of that building? Oh, no, I ain't saying for sure till I check, but it certainly looks just like that. And what a sloppy job, too. Never mind. You got some extension ladders? Sure. Get them. All right. We're going to check those lines, as long as they won't let us in. Now, look, have we got the right to do it from the outside without their permission? Oh, absolutely. It's a felony to interfere with us or our wives. We'll have the law on them if they butt in. I'm sure they're greatly afraid of the law. Well, they'd better be out of here uh, Juan jim let colo go put ladder near window give me big heavy tool it must slip from my hand to break window yes yes Colo. i don't see any other way well, i thought you wanted me to do the ladder work well, this might prove to be much more dangerous than you'd imagine yeah we're always taking chances once i had a pole snap on me like a toothpick Never could figure out what really did happen. Well, this is a different kind of a chance altogether. One, this window, all black on inside. Let it have it. Oh, who is that? Missy Lille. Oh, Colo. Colo, I can't see. The light's so sudden, I... I'm almost blind. Come here, Missy Lille. Here. You come down ladder with me. You open window. Oh, I can't. It's just a frame nailed into place. It doesn't slide, and there's wire mesh on this side. Stand back, Kolu Fix. All right. Come now, Missy Lill. Oh, <clears throat> now I can almost see Kolu. Where's Jim? He be right at bottom of ladder. Oh, how did you ever find me, Kolu? Jim Fix, with telephone man. You got my message then? Come, Missy Lill. You get out window. Talk later. All right. I'll kill you. Come, Missy Lil, Hurry. Look out. Hey, what's up? There's a little guy up there who's trying to push the ladder over, and I'm trying to hold it. Let go of that ladder. Uh, well, you asked for it. There. <laughs> hey, I can't hold this ladder any longer. I'll help you. No. Too late. They're coming down. I'll get that little monkey anyway. Ah! You hurt, Colu? Yeah. No. Not one, Jim. Big hedge, break fall, little scratch. We saved Missy Lil, too. Lill, Lill, you're safe. Oh, Jim, my Jim, my so dependable Jim. Of course I'm safe. Yes, and I'm going to deliver you to the U.S. Army post. And get a receipt for you. And at least I'll know where you are. How <laughs> do these guys ever get you? Rather cleverly, Jim. They switched taxi drivers on me. By the time I found it out, it was too late. Say, tell me, Lil. Did you know what was in that note over your handwriting? No, Jim, I never saw it. That's why I signed it Lillian, hoping you'd smell something wrong. Well, they gave me six hours to swap the lives of the three members of their gang for yours. And if you hadn't sent those signals over the telephone wire, boy, I would never have found you. Well, what could you do? Why, turn them loose. What else? Oh, Jim. Why, you'd do that for me? Well, uh... Let's not discuss such a subject anymore, one, right? Jim. The one who fall from window break neck. I find this one in house, named Tawa. Only be two of them. Well, well, they keep turning up like so many bad pennies. We got to find that taxi driver, too. This is Honorable Jim Bradley. Pleased to meet you. Oh, no, you're not, you filthy rat. You're gonna be sorry you ever heard of Jim Bradley. <laughs>
1: as well as the exciting adventures of Jungle Jim and Flash Gordon. Join the 11 million adults and the 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper.